Hello, everyone. Welcome to our next episode, uh, our Sunday prep. Uh, welcome, James. How are you doing? Father Matt, um, I'm doing well. Uh, life is good. Summer is going well. It's, um, yeah, wonderful day outside today. And um, yeah, very good things. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, as you can see behind me, the sign is uh, beautiful and bright. Um, and you know, this is this is actually a perfect day, a perfect summer day. Uh, we are celebrating the 4th of July today, uh, as we are recording it. Uh, so, you know, everyone is uh, doing barbecues, everyone is uh, celebrating, walking around, enjoying this beautiful weather. And here we are, you know, uh, not giving ourselves um, time from the Lord, uh, because this is the, the first of all that we uh, should always do. Meditate, reflect, and uh, rejoice in the word of God. And, and so, you know, um, with this amazing uh, time of uh, refreshment, renewing, and rejoicing, we are also looking at our readings that we'll have on Sunday. That will be the 15th Sunday of uh, Ordinary Time. And as I always like to remind uh, myself and everyone, the Ordinary Time needs to be extraordinary. It is time for us to grow, to cherish the word of God and live it. So, um, and today's uh, reading, the, the Sunday's reading, uh, will really remind us of that. Uh, and especially the second reading that comes um, from St. Paul, uh, from the letter to uh, Colossians. And it will say, uh, very first line, Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the first, firstborn of all creation. The word of God, the first of all creation that was sent out from the mouth of the Lord to create, to make everything uh, that we see, that we enjoy, that was entrusted to us, so that all of that may not only live, but to be, uh, to praise and glorify God in all that uh, that is. And also us, it is also us, Christ Jesus, the, the image of the invisible God, God who was made man, who became man so that he may show us, reveal to us that this precious life that we all have, that we all share, God uh, made so beautiful into his own image so that as we live, we may live as God intended us uh, to be, to live and um, to share that life, to share with all. So as the firstborn of all creation, he became also one of us uh, with, within, with everything, everything that we have besides the sin. And uh, in him, he shows us in the work he has been doing uh, in his everyday life that it is possible to live without sin. That sin is only the distraction, not only of our life, but everything that is around that God has given, created. And um, in Christ Jesus, in our Lord, uh, he, by walking, by speaking, by giving us the word, we are able to walk every day. And as the world, as the sin is, unfortunately, is trying to destroy us, we'll try to look for loopholes, you know, go sneak around, uh, do the things that, all right, God won't mind this one time, right? We, we like to do that. Well, see, in our Lord, he was not looking through back roads or uh, seeing uh, shortcuts. He says, this, this is the way. And as we do it, as we listen to the word of God and take as it is, uh, well, not always, we need to be also mindful of that, but do not look for any locals in, in any that we do so that we may always live in the state of grace, 
in the uh, presence of God and according to his image as he gave, as he gave us. So that's my um, reflection. That's what comes to my heart and my mind so that me too, uh, I will be able to always uh, stay close to God and not astray of him. So anyway, I'll be blabbing, whopping, uh, and I'm sure Jim has something else to do or say too. Yeah, well, Father, you know, we have, uh, and maybe a little kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit. So uh, whenever we record these videos, we always, um, we always kind of take off our watches and kind of have a timer going, <laughs> because we always want to kind of keep these videos to be, you know, roughly around like, what, 12 to 15 minutes, give or take, somewhere in that neighborhood. Sometimes we're a little better, sometimes we're a little worse. But um, there's moments like right now, as you were talking that my mind started like jumping to a hundred different things. And I was thinking like, this would be great if we could go for like 45, but we're not, cause that's not going to happen. Cause nobody would watch the whole 45 <laughs> minutes. Um, you know, we commented on this a lot, but the idea that the church organizes the, the, the Sunday readings with intention and purpose that the first response, the second and the gospel all kind of have this, this theme. And so part of the um, I mean, I hate to say the word excitement, but there, there's some kind of nerdy excitement or, or spiritual excitement about kind of when you look at the scriptures in advance to see like, where is this kind of thread through this that the Holy Spirit and the church are kind of guiding us and, and calling us to, to reflect upon. And, and for me, I'm kind of looking at this and, um, you know, there, there's a first reading comes from the book of Deuteronomy. We have this uh, which I think is kind of funny, but maybe I'm a bit of a weirdo, but Moses talking to the people and he's reminding them to, to you know, you've been told the law, you've been given the law, you know, it's not that complicated, right? And paraphrasing, obviously. And then you kind of move on and then you have the, the response and the second reading and you highlighted that first line there, Father, Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm kind of with you. And then we move into the gospel just really quickly. And the gospel is a very familiar one, but the beginning of it starts out with a um, it's the, it's the story of the good Samaritan, but putting that aside for a second, because I think the story of the good Samaritan is to give a practical example or story of what is the first part of the teaching, right? And in the first part, um, someone comes to Jesus, the Testament say, you know, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And he says, well, what does the law say? Right now we're brought on back to Moses, you know, what was the law that, Hey, you've been given the law. Don't forget the law. Okay. So what does the law say? And um, uh, uh, he replies, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your being, with all your strength, with all of your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And then he kind of continues into the story of the Good Samaritan. Okay, so drawing all this together and bringing it back to the point that you made, Father, of, uh, uh, from the second reading, right? Uh, there's something, um, I think, about the Christian life where we tend to think that things are sometimes more complicated than they need to be. Now, granted, the... Um, our faith is wonderful and mysterious and complex and difficult. And if you walked up to a person who had never heard of Jesus before and handed them a copy of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, they would be like unbelievably overwhelmed. And it's, yes, there's a lot. There's a lot for us to kind of try to learn and understand. But um, in some ways, kind of at the heart of the Christian life is this law right, that um, we first kind of get from Moses, and then Jesus kind of fulfills, which is to love the Lord as our first priority, right, with everything we got, and to love our neighbors as ourselves, right, and kind of at the very bare bones minimum, if we can do that, 
then we are in a good starting point. And then from there, like the flourishing of all of the details and nuances of worship and prayer and theology and morale, all of that kind of flows from there. Um, but there's something about that, but we'd like to kind of overcomplicate or kind of get lost in the weeds. And I think there's something important about kind of getting back to, or be reminded of the roots of what it is kind of at the core of our Christian identity, as far as like, what do we do? Like, what, what do I have to do? Like, this sounds great. I'm kind of confused. There's a lot here. What do I have to do? God is first in your life. Love the Lord above all else, right? Everything you got your mind, your heart, your body, your soul, everything, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And then to kind of say like, well, what do I do with that? Like, what does that look like? Has anyone ever done that before? Like, I look at Christians all the time and I say, that guy's not that good at this. And that person over there, she seems to be not all that great at this. And, you know, get in line. Like, I'm right there too, Father Matt, you know, you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. Father, we're all sinners, right? We all struggle with this. But we have, and this is where I think the second reading kind of, um, St. Paul kind of reminds us that it's not us looking necessarily at one another and saying, who's the perfect example who lives the law that we ought to live, but it's Christ, right? Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. We have in the person of Christ, right? God who became man, who lived for us perfectly this law, right? That God is first, right? Jesus is a man of prayer, right? We, we kind of like almost gloss over the fact that Jesus, before he did anything, would always spend time with his heavenly father in prayer, that there was a communion with God first. And then, of course, he loved his neighbors. He would heal. He would minister. He would console. He would sit with. He would talk with. He would be present to all of those things. Right. So when we're kind of going through this Christian life and we're trying our best to make sense of what do we have to do? Um, you know, we have this law that's been given to us. Well, Christ is the perfect example of this. And yeah, it's not easy. No one's going to say it's easy. But I think there's something as a great reminder that St. Paul says that like in all of the difficulty of of trying to live out faithfully this command to put God first and to love your neighbor as yourself, uh, that Christ is the the model for this. He's the example, right? So when we're looking for, um, you know, someone who we should say like, okay, who's done it before? Show me how to do it. Just like if you were learning a trade, you're learning a skill, you would go to a master carpenter or a master teacher or whatever. Jesus is the Lord himself, right? And, but he takes on our human nature and shows us how we can most fully live. And so Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. God is not this uh, so far removed from us, uh, reality that we can't kind of comprehend or grasp. And this is why the scriptures are so important, right? Father, right. This is why, like, not only do we have them as part of our regular liturgy as like, Hey, it kind of fills time at the beginning of the mass, but it is the way in which we kind of see how the Lord speaks to us, but also see how the Lord lived. So when we kind of say things like, I don't know, what am I supposed to do? Like, here's what's going on in my job. Here's what's going on with my wife. Here's what's happening with my kids. Here's what's happening in like the culture around us. What do I do with this? Oh, here's what Jesus did in his time, in his place, in his family, in his friends, in his culture, in his world. Like he prayed first. He was with the Lord, put the Lord, his, uh, the heavenly father was, was at the, the heart of the, the Christ mission. And then he loved his neighbor as himself. Right. And you know, how that expresses itself can take on lots of shapes and forms. And there's no time to kind of get into all that now, but I think there's something just really wonderful about um, seeing the, the faith that we have that's wonderfully 
robust and, and so much, and we could talk for the rest of our lives and not get through all of it, um, but it can be kind of distilled down to this very simple kind of thing. And, and again, kind of bringing it back to Moses a little bit, that kind of like, hey, wake up everybody, you know, it's right in front of you, right? It's not far out there and you can't kind of grab, it's right here. There's something very simple about this. Put God first, love your neighbor as yourself. Christ is the example of how we are to do this. Um, so if we have our eyes on Christ, um, which is sometimes hard to do because we get distracted. We're like toddlers, <laughs> you know, we get distracted with things. But um, if we can do that, then then I think we'll be in better shape for it. So um, anyway, that's that's a few minutes of what probably could be hours of, of, of talking. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's always wonderful things to consider. Oh, yeah. And um, as, as you said, we can we can spend hours simply simply meditating on our own life, personal life and putting it into the image of, of the Lord, you know, what was straight, what was not straight, where we were wandering around. So there's so many things, you know, that we can, we can really apply from, from this reading. And, uh, and as you say, as you said yourself, you know, just, just put it on Christ. And uh, as the reading conclu- uh, continues there, for in him, we um, were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible. So perfect example of, of all that we need, what we search. And so we hope for ourselves, for Jen, for myself, and for you all, uh, that we'll really put that Christ who showed us truly that as we are awake, straight to God, and in him as the perfect one. Uh, And if we feel weak, uh, he's the one, like Simon of Cyrene, to lift us up, and so we can walk. Uh, So that's what I wish to to all of us. And um, may the summertime be safe first and uh, Christ and love field for, for all of you. God bless you and have a blessed week. Bye everyone.